welcome back to Write Dammit with me, Zoe Richards, your host. This is the podcast for writers of all kinds who maybe get stuck with your writing. This podcast will help you get unstuck and help re-motivate you so that you get the writing done. Episode 29, and today I want to experiment with something called STAR. Now that is S-T-A-R-R. If you've been through an interview process in the not too distant past, you might have come across STAR. Most of the time it's described as STAR with just one R. I'm going to use the version that I was taught to use, which has two R's on it. But you might be thinking to yourself, where are we going with this, Zoe? Because isn't this all about writing mindset? And here you are talking about interviews. Well, this is something that I realised earlier on this year because of interviews I was going through, that it's a technique we can put into our writing. And then I forgot about it, really. So I was using it with my writing, but I forgot about it in terms of how useful it might be for others to know about it. And then last week, I was out for lunch with a fabulous writer in Liverpool. And I am lucky that I live close to Liverpool, so I do have an easy way of getting to meet up with writing friends. But this particular writing friend, she and I, I think, have got a very similar kind of thinking process when it comes to our writing. We're writing in very different genres, by the way, but I think we both think in a similar kind of way. And I do love chatting about writing with her. And part of our conversation led to me telling her about the star technique. She'd not come across it before. And as I was explaining it to her, I thought, do you know what? You've probably not heard of it before either. Or if you've heard of it before, you've maybe not thought about how you could apply it to your writing. You've only thought about it in an interview way. So I thought I would share with you the technique and how you can use it and how it can benefit you with your writing. So let's first of all, work out what is STAR. So STAR stands for situation, task, action, result. And then if you use the additional R, then that is reflection. So I'll just take you through those again. That's situation, task, action, result, reflection. Now you may have seen straight away how you can use that with your writing. Let me take you through it, though, just in case that light bulb moment hasn't gone off in your head. So what we do here is we first of all think about what is the situation that our main character is in? Or it could be a subplot element, obviously. So then it could be what is the situation that the sub character is in? Let's keep in mind that that situation still needs to relate to the main character, even if we've got two points of view, one of those points of view is still the main character. So what is the situation that the character you're writing is in? Once you understand their situation, then it's about understanding what's the task that's got to be done. So in a way, you can already see how this is going to take you down the hero's journey. So the hero is in a situation, they have a task, they have a a quest to go on, so that they've got a journey they've got to complete. So you've got your task, then there's some action that has got to be taken in order to be able to achieve the task. Once the action is taken, then it's about, well, what's the result? What outcome is achieved? Which may be to achieve what the task was in the first place, Or maybe it's something that didn't quite work. My writing mentor, Stephanie Butland, she says about sending the main character up a tree 
throwing rocks at them and then perhaps sending them further up the tree. So sometimes the result could be one of those where we realise actually that was just the start of them going to an even worse position. So we need to have another situation, task, action, result that's going to make it that this character really does have to go through their transformation. And then that transformation bit, have we achieved transformation or not, is where reflection comes in. So what did the main character learn? Did they learn anything at all? If not, have they still got more of the journey to do? If they did learn something, is it the learning they need to fulfill that transformation? Okay, got it? So star, situation, task, action, result, reflection. Let me give you a little example. And this is a real life example from something that is a memory for me. And I'd like to suggest that maybe you could play around with some of your memories to see how you can use STAR. And then perhaps it gives you something that you will either write as a short story or like I often do when I start playing around with memories, I alter them and then I weave them into my work in progress. So here's the story. The situation is that I was a wedding photographer And at a particular wedding of a fabulous family, by the way, where this was the second daughter of the family that I had photographed her wedding and the zip broke. Well, in fact, the zip came away from the dress when the mum was zipping the bride up in her dress. So the situation is that we have got a bride standing there in a wedding dress and the wedding dress is now in a state. You can see the bride's back and that's not going to work. So... The task is to make sure that the bride can still get to her wedding and get married without being embarrassed by people being able to see her back. Okay, so then then we go to the action. Well, the first bit is, who here can sew? And each of the bridesmaids, as it's going around the room, I can't sew, I can't sew, no, I can't sew, I've never learned to sew. And the mum said, I can sew, but look at my hands and her hands were physically shaking. So the action, I put my camera down and I said, I can sew, I'll sew you into your dress. So we managed to get some needle and thread. I sewed the bride into her dress. So there's the action. And now we've got to the stage where we can go to the result. And the result was that the bride was 45 minutes late and that's all. And she was able to go to her wedding. Oh, by the way, in the action as well, we did inform people at the church what was going on. So now with the result, we've got the bride 45 minutes late, having said it would take longer than that. And so that was okay because we managed to achieve our goal in under the time. She wasn't at all embarrassed and nobody could see that there was a problem. There's a little bit of luck in there. So this is now some of the reflection in that I come from generations of seamstresses. If you've ever seen the Pears Bubbles painting, which was painted by John Everett Millay, my great great grandmother made the outfit that the little boy is wearing in the painting. She used to work for the Ford Maddox Brown family and as a seamstress. And John Everett Millay, the family story goes, painted the initial sketches when he was staying with Ford Maddox Brown and painted the outfit that had been made for Ford Maddox Brown's grandson and then later on put the head of his own grandson on instead. So I'm from generations of seamstresses so the reflection on this is I was therefore able to sew from a very young age. It may not have turned out the way that that situation did turn out had I not been quite a highly skilled seamstress. So then you start to think about 
Well, what would happen if you've got a bride in that situation and nobody in the room can sew? Does somebody need to rush off to the church? And can you see now how you can build a story? So looking at the situation, task, action, result and doing some reflection on it, it helps us to start play with the story a bit. I find this an incredibly powerful tool. Yes, it's great for interviews, but it's an incredibly powerful tool for us to use to get to understand perhaps some of the backstory for our main character. Maybe it helps us to understand some of the motivations. So when we're doing that reflection, that's the situation, that's the task, that's the action that the main character took and it resulted in this outcome. And now reflecting on that, it wasn't the best outcome. Is there something else we need to change in the story? Could we bring in another character? Does somebody else need to do something here? Now, I know this isn't about mindset, but where I find this tool is really helpful is that we can stop and think about what tools exist in other parts of our life where we can take from that part of our life and use it in our writing. And that's what I've done with STAR. I've been able to take it out of my personal life, out of my interview preparation, and started to now think about how it helps me with my writing. So let's look at how we can use that. Let me start first with creative nonfiction. So if you're writing a memoir, for example, STAR is probably one of the perfect tools for you to use. Because what you're able to do is take each memory you've got And this isn't necessarily how your piece will be finally written, but break down a memory into situation, task, action, results, reflection. And that way you can start to understand more about what does this particular situation from my past mean in the context of my memoir. Let me give you an example. I wrote a short story that I started off writing about a memory of when a girl sitting next to me on the parquet flooring, the herringbow flooring in our school hall, she was sitting on the skirt of my dress and unfortunately she wet her pants. And I was remembering this scenario And I remembered that we were both taken upstairs to our classroom and told to go into the spare clothes box and find some clothes for us to wear. I point blank refused. I wouldn't do it. Anne did. I won't give you her full name. I don't want to embarrass her. Anne did it, but I wouldn't go in the box. And I started to think back. So situation, my dress is wet from somebody else's wee because she was sitting on the edge of my dress. The task was to get me into clean clothes. The action, take me upstairs, get me to search for something in the spare clothes box. The result, I refused point blank, wouldn't do it. The reflection, and this is where it gets really interesting. Once I started to reflect on all of this, I realised that actually the motivation for my behaviour came from when my mum would take us to jumble sales. So she'd take us to a jumble sale and I loved rummaging around. I still love rummaging around. And I would go to the clothes on the tables, you know, masses of clothes on these tables that were sinking under the weight of the clothes. And I would want to rummage through these clothes. And my mum would tell me off because we didn't touch other people's clothes. We didn't wear other people's clothes because you didn't know where they'd been. You didn't know whether there were any fleas on them, whether there was any wee on them. You're getting the picture here now, aren't you? So I started to realise my motivation for refusing to go into that spare clothes box 
was because of us being taken to jumble sales, but not to look at the clothes. My mum actually recently has told me we went to jumble sales because it was something we could do for free. And there wasn't much you could do in those days. I was born in 1962, so there wasn't an awful lot in the mid to late 60s that you could do for free. And that was something she could take us to. And it would actually make it that she felt that we'd been out and done something. Can you see here how just playing with that star process helps me to work through a memory, but not only to play with the memory, but to play with the motivation for what went on in the memory. So if you're writing memoir, star is brilliant. If you're writing nonfiction, Nonfiction works best if we're telling story in some kind of form. People don't really generally want to read a, a textbook that is just uh, step one, do this, step two, do that, step three, do that. They want a story that takes them through. I mean, I do, and I don't know about you, but you know, we are storytellers and story listeners, aren't we, by nature? So with nonfiction, again, it's about if I'm going to plant a story in at this point to illustrate what's going on here with this technique, what story could I tell? And I've just given you two stories in exactly that kind of scenario using the star technique. So play around understanding star to play with those stories that you're going to put into your nonfiction book. And then with fiction, I think that this can help us to really get to grips with our understanding our character. It can help us perhaps understand some of the backstory to our character. And it can help us to play around with a scene so that we can get to know more about what's going on in this scene and where we're going to go with the scene. If you're somebody who would answer the question, are you a plotter or a pantser? And obviously we've got the one in the middle of, is it plantser? I think people call it if you're partly a plotter, partly a pantser. When you're one of those three types of people, it's very easy to say that's the only way I can work. Now, I like to think of it as being that I put the boundaries around my story and then I let myself go free with discovery writing. So star is the thing I can use to give myself the boundaries for a scene. And I think it's really helpful as a technique if you're somebody who says, I don't do any plotting at all. Or if I do plotting, I'm just thinking about, well, this is my character. That's the journey they're going on. And that's going to be the ending. Okay. well, what are the different scenes that you're going to go through? What are the different stages of the journey? And for each of those different stages, each of those scenes, what is the situation, task, action, result and reflection? When you play with this, by the way, it's not necessarily about writing it out in a way that makes it really obvious that it is star. Although to start off with, you might want to make it really obvious for yourself so you get familiar with the technique. What you can do, though, is once you've played around with the technique, then weave it into an actual story. And you know what? I think you will find that you move on quite significantly with your writing. I find that when I look at some of my old writing, it was very pedestrian. It was very matter of fact. And I think I was stuck in that place where I thought action was what I had to put into the story. And so I was literally stuck in the centre of the process and not oscillating, not flowing through star 
And I do wonder now that I'm playing with Star much more in the way that I'm working on my work in progress, whether I'm also moving backward and forward with situation, task, action, result. So maybe I have a situation, a task that leads to a situation and task before I've been able to take any action. Well, say I, it could be my character, but you get what I mean there, that you might not do a a journey that flows from section one to section four or five steadily. It may well be we go star as being situation, task, situation, task, action. Now we can get into what's the result. We may have situation reflection. And then from that reflection, we're better able to understand, well, what was the task? What was the action? What was the result? So there you go. You've got a really big actionable step there this week, haven't you, to go away and play with STAR. See what you can do with situation, tool, action, results and reflection. And a huge thanks to Emma, who I met up with. That's the one who I was saying about that I met up with in Liverpool and we chatted all stuff writing. So huge thanks, Emma, for the fact that you inspired me to share this today, because I do think little techniques like this that belong in other parts of our life are incredibly helpful for helping us improve our writing. There you go. I hope you have found that helpful. If you have and you want to know more about using that technique and other techniques, please do get in touch. You are really welcome to get in touch with me. I do coach people who are working through writing mindset. So please just go to zoerichards.co.uk forward slash what next. And if you've enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes you've listened to, it would be fabulous if you would help me out with a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And a review would be amazing too. For the show notes for this episode, go to zoerichards.co.uk forward slash 29. I'll leave you to it. Happy writing, happy playing with Star. May the words flow for you and I'll see you on the next episode.